Welcome back to the Retail Maverick Show Uncut with me, Andrew Pasmi, your host. And I'm absolutely thrilled to have somebody who actually, as we'll come on to, bumped into um, quite recently in, in uh, a store in London, uh, unexpectedly, um, after meeting him online. And it's always weird when, when you do that. But um, So he's a former Primark and Little uh, senior exec. Uh, and now also not only a fellow Rethink Retail Top Influencer, but also a member of their advisory board, uh, and now runs his own agency, I guess you'd say it, uh, MWB Advisory. Um, welcome, Martin Bailey. Uh, Andrew, thank you very much. Yeah, I, I still remember that day. It was the perfect example of frigital. We had the digital uh, uh, discussion for 45 minutes for Rethink Retail and, and Nextdoor. And then literally unbeknown to us, two hours later, we're stood outside the Cavanagh store in London. So, yeah, great uh, great to be on board. Yeah, no, thanks for, thanks very much. So let's kind of jump straight into it because, uh, as you know, these are just um, – uh, 15 minutes long. So yeah, we unexpectedly bumped into each other. So I know you know that store and, and I uh, was introduced to the people who've uh, put quite a lot of the tech in there. Um, SCS Magotag, I think that's how it's, it's pronounced. That's Although correct, yeah. They yeah. did tell me that they are changing that. They will be rebranding, but um, can't can't say to what, I guess. But um, yeah, I I was just blown away by uh, Kavanaugh. So we should say that Kavanaugh's is um, an Irish um, grocer brand is Cavanaugh's Budgeon, to give it its um, uh, full name. And it's uh, in the centre on the high street at Belsize Park. Uh, I just really want to get your thoughts around, chat a little bit about that, because it, what what has gone in there seemed to be um, things that are going to help the employee experience, the customer experience, um, inventory management, wastage, all sorts of things. Um, perhaps um, you know, just... Um, Tell us a little bit about that and, and what your thoughts were on on uh, all the, the tech that's gone into Cavanaugh's. Yeah, so SES and Magatag, as you, as you are correct, um, um, I mean, it's a well-seasoned uh, IoT cloud company with 300, 350 million shelf-edge labels globally now, over 60 countries. So it, it's brought all the experience into one store. Uh, with the partnership with the the Kavanaugh family and obviously Kavanaugh's budgets where you and I were were stood outside. Um, you are right. The technology it brings in is as, as simple as price automation, shelf efficiency, uh, enhancing in-store um, shopping experience and even in-store marketing with retail uh, media, which is a big, big, th- big topic for us at the moment. But one of the things that is very unique, uh, and you and I saw it when going around the, around the store at separate times, it's it's not just the electronic shelf edge label. It's actually what I would say beyond the shelf edge label, um, how it can capture um, data through its camera system, which is Captana, um, how oh. it can um, uh, build a uh, replenishment tool uh, in terms of prioritization from that on-shelf availability and that camera, that vision itself as well, down to retail media that you and I saw, which is a, a huge value creation for retailers at the moment where they sell the, the space themselves rather than the other way around. So how can they drive that, uh, which it comes across? Because essentially what SAS and Magatag has done in that store is made it a smart store and digitalized and powered the shelf. And then that capitalizes 
um, even down to how uh, what data you can get from the customer movement, what data you can get from uh, the power of purchasing retail media, as I mentioned earlier on, um, even how they've developed that shelf edge label, which I think you and I were probably most amazed about. Mm-hmm. With the shelf edge label, it's what 15 years as a story, but actually when you look at it and the tech that they put into it, um, they can influence the journey of the colleague and the customer by the flashing. So as you and I yeah. saw, if I was in aisle five and I'm gluten-free as a, a shopper, actually I can scan a barcode or a QR code, my apologies, and it will flash the things that are, mm-hmm. are within my dietary needs. And even down to how, um, and it's not in the cavernous store, by the way, but how uh, a retail model, omni-channel retail model, where you pick and pack in store from a colleague point of view, Actually, you can pick by vision as well. And I think you and I probably were somewhat um, amazed and also got our juices flowing in terms of what does the digital store of the future look like? What does yeah. the smart store of the future look like? What I think the two of us can, I, and, and I'll let you feed onto this. I think the two of us can say it's it, it was definitely a, a great example in the Kavanagh store in London. Yeah, no, it, it was, and also going back to the uh, the flashing on on the uh, uh, shelf edge, that could um, also be done via NFC uh, because I uh, you know tried uh, showing you know showing that uh, capability as uh, as well, um, and it's clearly I mean thing with for me about uh, electronic shelf edge labels in the UK, you hardly see that I mean they just have not compared if you compare them with France for example, you know and What's always, uh, I'm told, is, well, yeah, it's cost. But this seems to go way, way beyond that. You know, to call it just electronic shelf edge would, would be, you know, doing a huge, huge disservice because you've just, you know, described very well. It's an awful lot more than uh, than that. So, and it's also, I was going to say, although we can't say that the name of the um supermarket but very well known who i know were in there with you just before i arrived there so it's clearly a lot of uh, senior people from a number of other grocers around the country around the uk are uh beating a path to Bellsize park to have a look at this so i wanted to kind of use that so where do you think this technology is you know do you think that this is going to be a one-off i personally i very much doubt that Where, where do you think this is going to lead to no, I, I think the journey has been um, in terms of priority of digitalization. We talked about digitalization pre-COVID. There's no doubt about that. It was a buzzword for quite a while, but it's no longer mm-hmm. a buzzword. It's a reality. The the shift from the consumer and the end of the day, all retailers are there for, for two customers, the colleague and the customer itself. So um, the digital journey of uh, the colleague and the digital journey of the customer has changed. The desires have changed. Ways of working have changed. Ways of shopping has changed. And as a result, the box has to stay relevant. Like I'm a firm believer, regardless of 10 years from now, bricks and mortar will still be as relevant. It'll look different. It'll be a different process uh, in the journey, but it will undoubtedly be as relevant. And a lot of big retailers are, are definitely proving that that aren't quite digital just yet. And it's the build into automation. If you look at the operating model and the business model of a retailer today, it's it's it needs to be leaner, um, but it needs to be more agile is probably the right word rather than leaner because we need the, we need the colleagues to engage 
with the brand, the operations, and the customer. And we need the customer to do the exact same in reverse. So it's it's having a seamless customer journey on both behalfs that will allow the sweet spot of great customer service, the ability to get what that person wants, either online, omni-channel, or physically in-store. It wouldn't be unbelievable to think that you could be walking in uh, to a store for your 25 um, exclusive or occasional items and already have your 45 items of your bigger shop or weekly shop already being picked in the back of the store, hence that omni-channel mm-hmm. or omnipresence. So I think when you take that into account, digital automation, customer journey, and let's not forget the most important decision maker today and I think in the future, and I'm a huge believer, is the ESG and that circular economy, the transparency. So this shelf edge label, you can, as a customer scan or be near, depending on the technology. There's two types of technologies, the Bluetooth technology, which is the technology of the future. And there's obviously the shelf edge label that has the um, Wi-Fi connection as well. Um, and you've got an opportunity to, as I said earlier on, uh, explain if you're kosher, explain if you've got a, a, a nut allergy, explain if you like a certain preference. And it'll geolink you as you walk around. So you've now got hyper-personalization because you've digitalized the shelf and because that shelf can talk to you where retail media is specific to you. If you walk by, it could change. This is the future, of course. At the moment, it is today's retail media with that Coca-Cola mm. or other brands, by the way. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, it, it, it could change with the geolocation of where you are to you personally. Uh, again, you might mm. like a different uh, type of brand and it might pick that up as well. So actually, the, the future is already upon us. I think when you go to these any of these big shows and there's there's obviously the big show in Las Vegas uh, this week as well. And you're hearing a lot coming from automation and digitalization, but I, I, I firmly believe under the four big buckets, we've done the trend, we've done the need to transform. It's now, so the why is done, it's just the how and the when. And I think one of the good examples would be what we saw in cabinet stores in terms of digitalizing the store. But there's other things out there like AI and, and although um, SAS Omega Tag use AI because it's large data in analytics from the camera and deep from the shelf itself. But AI is causing a big storm, even though, it, again, it's a 15-year uh, conversation that we're having. It's just more relevant to day-to-day's change. It's embracing it. It's more mass market. It's more affordable, and actually it will support retail in terms of the customer experience, which is what we're here for. Yeah, and it's interesting, isn't it? Because when you look at the humble QR code, uh, that's been around for probably the same amount of time and was kind of lying dormant for years, and now our lives seem to be run by QR codes. So it's quite quite something to to look. RFID would be another case in point, perhaps. Now, obviously, the price point has come down, and you've got very, very tiny uh, tags labeled in, and so forth for that but i i mean yeah obviously the, the show that you mentioned is grocery shop which uh, which uh, yeah is going on at, at the moment in uh, in vegas uh, well hopefully because uh, they don't get because it's at the mandalay bay which was hit by this um cyber Cyber's attack yeah, uh, that's right. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it just brings us all down to down to earth doesn't it in terms well, of cyber security yeah. i percent agree with you i mean that and that's an interesting one isn't it I'm kind of departing a little bit um are we becoming almost too dependent upon digital? Because when it, you know, I'm thinking I'm like broader, even outside of retail, autonomous cars and you know, and, and goodness knows what else. And it, or is it simply that we just need to pay attention to security and um, combating cyber attacks and uh, and so forth? 
Look, I, 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 uh, one, I agree with you. We need to pay careful attention. Uh, we, as a global world, not just retailers, is obviously changing fast. Our needs are changing, our desires are changing, and the world is changing, which is also something we need to take care of just as much as everybody else. Um, so we, we've got a, we got, I firmly believe you've got to use technology to uh, improve um, uh, everything, actually, to be honest with you. It's how you use it and indeed the good governance around that. So again, you've mentioned cybersecurity. Again, not a, not a new story, but can be devastating when you lose people's data. The trust is gone, therefore the brand is also under, under challenge as well. So we've got to take it serious. We've got to have great governance. There is risk. It's about managing risk. Even if you use AI and generative AI, which is a hot topic at the moment, yeah. um, it, it's the ability to use it in the right way for the right purpose with the right governance and the right transparency that will build trust and I believe can therefore enhance the world. It won't be without mistakes. You mentioned the obvious one, cyber attack in, in, in Las Vegas this week alone. But there's many every day, there's cyber attacks and, and it's whether they get through, don't get through. So there is big responsibility on the retailer or the person holding that data. And I think that's where the good governance, the good investment. And I, I mentioned it on one of my LinkedIn posts actually about the Las Vegas uh, cyber attack. Um, this risk management is a culture. It's not a management tool. It's not a process. It's not a system. For me, it's a culture, and if you have that uh, embedded in what you do, new innovation that includes digital or AI or uh, indeed cybersecurity should already be in the DNA of the company. And look, that's easy to say once people have grown or people have scaled very quickly, it can be obviously um, somewhat more difficult. But actually, you need to have the same responsibility. Every CEO in the in the world today has that responsibility every country leader. Now, I don't want to go into politics, but ha has, has, that, uh, has that responsibility. We all have our own responsibility with our own data and all the rest of it. So massive topic. I agree on the awareness, but I firmly believe it's the culture and the DNA of the organization, the country, the human yeah. being that manages that. And I think we should use digital. We should uh, use AI. We should use automation to improve and enhance our lives and just as importantly, the globe itself. Yeah, no, we, we've got about 30 seconds left, but uh, yeah, on that point, I think it's an incredibly exciting time for retail for, for the reasons that you just outlined. Um, you know, we, we hear about the store of the future all the time, and I, I'm, I'm not sure anybody really knows what the store of the future looks like, but just jumping back um, quickly to end it, to, to the cabinet store and, and what uh, SES and Magatag have put in there, um, which is kind of their full suite, isn't it? Of the the yeah, view yeah. in the cap time, which you mentioned, the cameras and and, and uh, pulse. For me, that seemed to be a, a little bit of a window, a portal into what that the store is going to. And of course, as you said, you can put more in. You can put AI. You can put all sorts. You can put AR, VR, and so on and so forth. Great. You can load it with you know with more more tech. But that seemed to me to be a bit of a portal into what that store of the future. Uh, I fully agree. Yeah, it's a great example. The two of us, hence, we're still on a call talking about it. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, absolutely. Well, listen, Martin, uh, as I say, um, these are 15 minutes and it always flies by. Uh, but um, thank you so much, Martin Bailey. Pleasure is mine. Thank you very much. Take care, Andrew.